listening to Nightlight. Hi, and welcome to the latest edition of Nightlight. With me in the studio is Melvin, who's just come to the end of his fourth six-month mission trip to Uganda. He's heading back to the States tomorrow. Thanks for being with us, Melvin. Tell us briefly some of the highlights of your time here. Oh, Simon, this time, uh, this is my fourth trip. So when I came, I really didn't know exactly where God wanted me to go. But somehow, when I was in the plane coming here, the Lord laid on my heart to go to the east part of Uganda. And so uh, that's what I did. You know, I've been teaching in uh, Mbale, uh, Mukono, Tororo, all the different areas. And uh, the Lord miraculously opened so many doors. So I know it's not a thing to do with me mm. because I didn't go around, you know, advertising that I'm here and, you know, where I can teach. But the Lord just led me from one person to other. And then it just happened that these people that I met teaching were the ones that God wanted me to teach. They were very hungry for God's Word. So I had uh, quite a few you know, pastors' conferences, and I had the chance to reach a lot of young people in the Christian universities here. Mm-hmm. And recently I've been to uh, Kabale. I think it's one of the most beautiful places I saw in Uganda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there I was teaching at the uh, high school there. Right. And uh, all the, what do you call it, uh, senior secondary students. Yes. And so I had a great time teaching on the identity in Christ mm-hmm. and the power of your tongue. Yes. You know, and quite a few other things. And also I had a short time that I could talk to the teachers about uh, raising the self-esteem mm. of children and uh, the importance uh, of uh, the words that we speak to them. Mm-hmm. And also some nurses. I went to a nursing school, mm-hmm. and the principal was very happy for me to take a more a couple of uh, hours in the morning to just teach yes. the students there. So it's been exciting. Apart from that, I've been teaching uh, in houses yes. all over Kampala. Well, we're so happy that you're also able to share some of your Bible classes with our listeners tonight, Light. Let's break for the first song on today's program, coming in from Florence McNair. And then we'll get started on the topic that Melvin has chosen for today's show, which is on our inheritance in Christ. you all day about what happened to me last night how you touched me with your beauty how you filled me with light i felt your peace flood my soul as you transformed my inner being and nothing else mattered but to give you everything it wasn't that today was a perfect day but though things went Na 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 
learned to adore And you were always there to pick me up When I've had a rough day Your blend of strength and compassion Never lets me go astray I love the way you tell it like it is The unborn is truth And for encouragement No one says it like you That's a beautiful love song to Jesus from Florence McNair, I believe written and produced by Michael Dooley. You're with Nightlight, and with us in the studio is Melvin, and the topic that he's going to teach us today is on our inheritance in Christ. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. Okay, Simon, I'm going to take you through a couple of verses that uh, shows us that we have this inheritance. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to Ephesians 1. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. It says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Okay, so that verse makes it very clear. In Jesus we do have and we have obtained an inheritance. Mm-hmm. Now, this is beautiful, Simon, because you know we have to go back and see the way God treated his people in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, uh, we were called servants, I guess, you know, the Jews. And in the New Testament, we are called sons or children of God, right? Mm -hmm. Now, as an Old Testament Christian, a non-Christian servant of God, you were not partakers of the inheritance Mm -hmm. because the servants are not included in the inheritance. 
But in the New Testament, as sons, because of our relationship with Christ, we have become heirs with Christ. Mm. So everything that God has given Christ, we mm. have become joint heirs. Wow. You understand? And so now we have moved from just being a servant to actually being in the household of God. Mm. And when you look at the word inheritance, it's actually something that you have not earned or worked for. Mm-hmm. It's passed on to you because of what your father did. It's his, and he's giving it to you because of the relationship that we have had uh, through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, in John 1.12, it says that, For as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Mm-hmm. And so you see, that sonship is what is giving us the inheritance. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, uh, because we are taught a mixture of the Old Testament law, along with the New Testament grace, so there's a lot of confusion in the Christian community. And so they don't have the boldness to reach out and receive those inheritance that God has given. Mm. And if you don't know the list of what is in your will, you know, you're going to go about your life, you understand? Mm-hmm. Maybe not experiencing and enjoying all of those things that God put in His will. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's like, say, a father who's dying and he, he makes a will and he gives it to his uh, children. Mm -hmm. And so for example, uh, one of the sons is given the big house, Mm -hmm. five bedroom house with 20 acres of land, all of those things. But if the son doesn't look at the will, he will still be renting a small apartment somewhere, you understand, and Mm -hmm. struggling through life. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with uh, a lot of Christians. Including me for a long time, I didn't know that I had all these things that I benefited Mm -hmm. because of just believing in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so once people start realizing there's a list of good things that you have received as a son or as a daughter from the Father through Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. and once you appropriate those things and start having a knowledge, it says your your faith will start becoming effective. Mm -hmm. Can we just look at uh, Philemon 1.6? Philemon 1.6 says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. Okay, so Simon, the way I see it in that verse is that because we don't acknowledge, you understand, every good gift that is in us through Jesus Christ, sometimes our faith is not effective. You understand? Mm -hmm. It kind of stays dormant. And so once we realize all the good gifts that the Lord has given us, and once we study the list, then we can see that, you know, our lives are changing mm-hmm. and the things that we never knew that we had, now we have it. And all we have to do, the Bible says, is to be partakers of that mm-hmm. inheritance that God has given us. Mm-hmm. That means you just take it and you enjoy it. Now, of course, as you enjoy it, you're going to be loving God and loving others and helping others. Mm-hmm. But you are starting off with an inheritance. Mm. But sometimes we are taught that you have to struggle, you have to work, you have to produce good works. You understand? You have to tithe, you have to do all of these things for God to even give you a small favor Mm -hmm. or a small blessing. Mm -hmm. But that's not what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. The Bible says we are starting off Mm -hmm. with the inheritance. You understand? Mm -hmm. And as we use the inheritance as His children, the love that God has given us is going to motivate us to be able to share it with others also. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to uh, Ephesians 1, verse 18 to 19. 
uh, it says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Okay, so he, you know, here Paul is praying that our eyes of understanding will be enlightened. Mm-hmm. That means we will become aware of the inheritance in the saints that God has given us. And he's not he's talking about greatness, understand? Mm-hmm. And so all of those riches that God has given us, it is our job to find out in the Bible and be able to appropriate it, you understand? Mm-hmm. And obtain it so that we can start living in that dimension and mm-hmm. not in the old dimension where we were begging God for every single thing. And that's what my life was even as a missionary. I would go to God and I would beg him, God, please give me this, or please give me that, or please do this. And God has been saying, son, I already gave it to you. It's yours. Mm-hmm. You go in and you read the word and you will see it's already yours. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Christians that I've met, I've been teaching, like they were so amazed that all of these verses were actually in the Bible. But, you know, sometimes you just read Ephesians chapter after chapter mm-hmm. and you don't understand because you just read it for the sake of reading. But if when you go on a categorize, you know, when you categorize the verses and you see, okay, what are the verses on inheritance, then you get a good picture of exactly what the Lord has for us. Mm. And so without that enlightenment of our mind on the inheritance and the list of things God has given us, mm-hmm. we will walk around as mm-hmm. a beggar. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking financially, I'm talking even spiritually. Mm-hmm. And we are going running to this pastor and that pastor to pray for us so that we can have a breakthrough in life. Mm-hmm. But God has already given it to us. Okay, let's look at Ephesians 1.3. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Okay, so it's all through Christ. If you look at all of these verses, it adds Christ in the end. But here it says, He has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Hmm. So as far as the spiritual side is concerned, God has already blessed us. He's given us everything that we need. But like Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Hmm. And the Bible says, you know, uh, you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, sometimes what happens is if we don't know the verses on a particular subject, our mind is not renewed. And so when our mind is not renewed, we don't have the transformation, mm. whether in our, in our personal life or even in our circumstances. So by acknowledging God's word on our inheritances, it says that we will be able to be transformed. Mm. And our mindset, Simon, needs to change. Mm-hmm. Like for years, my, my, my mindset was one of a beggar. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Always trying to beg. And sometimes when I don't receive the things I, I prayed for, I feel condemned because thinking that, oh, I might have sinned or I did something terrible and now God is punishing me by not giving me what I need. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says we are already blessed. Mm-hmm. I mean, God has already given us. Of course, you know, if God answered all my prayers, I would be more in trouble today. So sometimes God doesn't answer the prayer because he knows uh, what is best for us. Mm. And that's where we learn to trust him. Because if he answered all our prayers, there's no need to trust. Mm. And so uh, now after I studied these verses, uh, 
I have this joy in my heart, knowing that I'm not just a son of God, but I have, I'm a joint heir with Christ. Okay, let's look at that one. Romans 8, 17. It says, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Amen. And so here the condition is if children, and we know from, you know, John 1, 12, we are his children. So if you are children, then we are also heirs. And not just heirs, but joint heirs with Christ. Now that is kind of going to the extra mile and telling us not only that God has given us what we need, but we have become joined as with Christ. Mm -hmm. Like everything that Christ has is ours because of just belief. Wow. Not because we did something good, innocent, not mm -hmm. because I'm a missionary and I've been serving the Lord for so many years, so now I've become an heir. No, it has nothing to do with that. Every Christian who have received Christ and who believes in him they have become the heirs. Mm. It's not just reserved for pastors and missionaries and Bible teachers. It is for every single one of them, mm. irrespective of, you understand, mm. your performance mm -hmm. as a Christian. See, in the Old Testament, God looked at our performance and rewarded us according to that performance or blessed us according to the performance. Mm -hmm. But in the New Testament, we are starting off with the finished work of Christ mm -hmm. And so we are starting off with the inheritance, mm. you understand? Mm -hmm. And we are just enjoying what God has given us. Mm -hmm. Instead of struggling and trying to be, you know, trying to be perfect mm. and trying to do all the right things so that God can bless us. Mm -hmm. Now the word grace basically means unmerited favor. You didn't deserve it, you didn't earn it. It is given to us for free. And in Romans 5.17, it says, If you have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, you will rule in life through Jesus Christ. Mm. See, sometimes what happens is instead of receiving the gift of righteousness, we are going about trying to establish our own righteousness. And we have not received the abundance of grace. That means grace for everything that you're going through. Mm -hmm. You understand? For all the finances that you need, the health you need, all of those. And so once we receive that, that gift of righteousness, mm -hmm. and we know that we are children, then we become joint heirs with Christ.
blind, but now I see. It's been a while since I played that one. That's Heart to Heart, Amazing Grace, which I thought went along particularly well with what Melvin's been sharing about the amazing inheritance that we have received completely by grace, where we are called the sons and daughters of God and heirs with Christ and partakers of his inheritance, which is which is amazing. Yes, I mean, so the, you know, the mentality you know, that most of us have been having for a long time is that the mentality of we are servants. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, as people who serve God, you know, we are, yes. but it's not just being servants. Right. It is that sonship. Mm-hmm. And once my life started focusing on that I'm a son, mm-hmm. you understand, and not a servant of the house, you yes. understand? Yes. Now, the Bible says the servant does not abide mm-hmm. in the house forever, but the son does. Yes, but when you look at your identity, mm-hmm. you understand, and who you are in Christ, you become the son, mm-hmm. and so our mentality changes. Right, and because a son loves to please his father, mm-hmm. we want to do all that we can. You understand, mm-hmm. to bring the same joy and happiness to other people who are missing it. So in that sense, we are we are servants, but in Hebrews it says we have now boldness to enter into his presence. Mm. See, in the Old Testament, people didn't have boldness. They had to go through a particular prophet, you understand, Mm -hmm. to approach God or to hear from God. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the temple, only the high priest once a year was allowed to go in. Mm -hmm. Even he went in with fear Mm -hmm. because there was a good chance that he could get killed Mm -hmm. if he didn't do everything right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we were, you know, uh, the presence of God was not open to anybody and everybody. It, it came through the high priest. Mm-hmm. But when Jesus died, the veil of the temple was split open. And from from the time he got resurrected, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they have moved into us. Mm-hmm. We are the temple of God. See, a lot of things have changed from the Old Testament. But if you have an Old Testament mentality, you have a mentality of a servant. And so you don't have the boldness to approach the Father through Jesus Christ. And that's how I was for a long time as a missionary. I just feared to approach God because I thought that I was not worthy. You understand? I didn't do all the right things in order to approach God. So my prayer life was based on maybe, you understand, if God wills or maybe he might not give it to me because I'm a bad person or whatever. But now I have boldness to approach him because I'm not approaching him on my righteousness. I'm approaching him on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so I don't have fear to approach him. That's what the Bible says. Now we have boldness to enter into his presence. And that came as an inheritance through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That relationship has changed. So let's look at uh, Colossians 1, 12. It says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Okay, so God is, the Father is the one who has given us the inheritance. And it says partakers. And some, something that uh, the Lord really spoke to me about, Simon, on the word partakers, mm-hmm. is something that you just come and partake of 
something that other people want to give us you understand it's like god is throwing a like say a dinner party and everything is made for us he wants us to come and be partakers of the dinner mm-hmm. i think there was a parable where jesus talked about this master of the house he he threw a party mm-hmm. and he said go out and call his friends but when the servants went out to call those people they said oh we are busy we can't do this we are you know i need to take care of this business and that business so when the servants came back he said no go out into the byways and highways compel everybody to come in now when those people came they didn't have to come and wash dishes and cook and clean they came to be partakers of the dinner that the master threw out and so in the new testament everything we do is being partakers the bible says through this precious promises we have become partakers of the divine nature but the thing is because it's not taught in that way a lot of christians you know suffer from not enjoying mm. being partakers yes but they feel like they're not even part of the household they have to wait outside mm. and somehow god is angry with them for the sins they just committed or that they committed the day ago and so all of that is changed once we know we have become a child and we have become joint heirs with christ mm. at least for me my life has totally changed Mm-hmm. Now I walk around with a joy that I didn't have before mm-hmm. knowing that wow there's a purpose that God has put me in this world but I'm going to enjoy serving Christ with being a partaker and with all the inheritance that Christ has given us Okay so we're going to go down to Acts 20 verse 32 and it says and now brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Okay, so we are sanctified through the blood of Jesus Christ, so we are eligible for this build up of our inheritance. And now it's amazing so when it says here the word of his grace, that means when we look at his grace that he's promised through his word, that will build us up to the inheritance that Christ has given us. But as long as we are trying to work it up and we are trying to produce good works You understand to get some of that it's not going to work mm-hmm. it says the word of grace will build us up to give you an inheritance among all of them that are sanctified mm-hmm. so the bible says we are sanctified we are justified we are made perfect and we blameless in front of god mm-hmm. see all of that is a gift mm-hmm. nothing to do with you sanctifying yourself or justifying yourself because the more you do that you understand you're moving away from the grace of god Mm-hmm. And Simon it's really sad because sometimes uh in some churches I've been to they they tell me not to teach on that subject. What? Yes. They told me you can teach on anything else but don't teach on this one. Why? I think sometimes you know uh, the leadership they fear that you know once grace is taught and people know all of this is for free mm-hmm. they might not feel like coming to a church or they might not tithe or they might not you understand. Mm-hmm. and see but the thing about grace is that the more you know everything is given to you free the more you want to give out mhm you understand mm. because you know how much you've been blessed with and so you want to bless other people and so that's the only reason i'm here cuz you said you know i've come that you might have life and life in abundance so all my classes that i teach is based on helping people to have that life mhm you understand Yes. I don't teach on doctrines. I don't get into arguments about this and that and all kinds of things because that's not what God called me to do. Right. 
you know once people know that life that god has given them and they they will protect it from satan stealing it or destroying it mm-hmm. and so here it's a word of his grace that he's going to build us up to know that inheritance mm-hmm. that beautiful yes oh my god that's amazing inspiring you to draw closer to god you're listening to nightlight Okay, let's look at Ephesians 1, verse 13 to 14. It says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye was sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. So, you know, I teach it this way like Jesus he paid the price mm-hmm. for all the things that we are receiving for free mm-hmm. but it is delivered to us through the holy spirit mm-hmm. he says it's earnest the spirit is the earnest it's like a guarantee it's a sample of all the inheritance that god has reserved for us in this life and the world to come mm-hmm. so jesus paid for it and then it's delivered to us through the holy spirit the holy spirit is a word that's continually showing us you know here look god has already done this for you mm-hmm. receive it you understand and you'll be blessed mm-hmm. into enjoy it and the old testament is all about us doing something the new testament is about what god did for us mm-hmm. and how we can be partakers and we can enjoy that mm-hmm. but seven is so sad that when people when i meet some people and they're just you know miserable you know being christians they're hmm. unhappy fearful jealous it's because they don't know the inheritance in christ mm-hmm. and paul was praying and like if you look at paul's prayers in the in the new testament he's not praying for people to get rich mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. or people to get a promotion for their work he's praying that their mind will be enlightened that they will know everything that god has given them that mm-hmm. is in us Did you know you can listen online or download your favorite nightlight shows as well as other radio programs and audio inspirations produced at Radioactive Productions. Visit our website today at radioact.org. And please do visit our website. Also another website we have called treasures365 that's at treasures365.com where you'll find a huge variety of daily devotionals both classic and modern that you can listen to online. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Well, before we get back to Melvin's excellent class on our inheritance in Christ, let's have another song. Now, this is from a couple of dear friends of mine from way back. They used to feature in my early radio programs in the 70s. Can you imagine? I lost touch with them for many years, but here they are back on the program. It's Zack and Shelley with a beautiful version of this classic hymn.
Tenderly, Jesus is calling not just the salvation, but also to an incredible inheritance, which is there for our taking, and that we don't have to wait until we get to heaven to benefit from, but can already greatly and enrich and empower our present lives. Bringing you peace in the midst of the storm. You're listening to Nightlight. Well, Melvin, I know you could teach for much longer than we have left on the program on this very important topic of our inheritance in Christ. But you'd have to pack in any other important points and scriptures that you want to share. Oh, Simon, it gives me so much joy to just, you know, 
to read these verses and maybe talk about it because Jesus paid for it with his blood mm-hmm. with his life and you know it's his will for us and all his children to go in there look at that will and see what has God given me through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and to enjoy it mm-hmm. it's not given of course you know when we suffer with Christ we are also we reign and we are glorified with it now mm-hmm. that doesn't mean because we have inheritances that we don't have issues mm-hmm. or we don't have problems mm-hmm. Jesus said in this world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world so mm-hmm. we have tribulations mm-hmm. you know I have issues come up in my life I have problems that you know I you know I want the Lord to solve you know sometimes i have heartbreaks all of those things but it makes it easier for us to go through that you understand mm-hmm. when we know what he's already done for us and the short time that we have you know where uh we are going through certain things in our life this is like a light at the end of the tunnel when we know okay this is what god has given us mm-hmm. so our hopes get bigger knowing that we are his children mm-hmm. we are joint heirs and all that god has given jesus is ours mm. and so even those hard times can be made uh, easier by just reflecting on what god has done for us mm-hmm. and i guess for me that's what i want to do for the rest of my life god willing mm. is to be able to bring that life mm-hmm. that god has given us in abundance to as many people as mm-hmm. as, as possible okay let's look at first peter 1:3 it says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you okay so here peter is talking about not only in this life but there is an inheritance that is reserved for you in heaven for all of us and that inheritance of course is going to last for eternity mm-hmm. and we're going to enjoy it you understand mm-hmm. so there's so much uh, Simon for us to be happy about and to be joyful but sometimes you know we have this attitude yes Jesus bled for me he forgave all my sins now I have to start living a Christian life mm-hmm. you understand <laughs> with all the do's and don'ts and then not enjoy what Christ has done mm-hmm. but he's given us so much in this life and the holy spirit is constantly trying to check us prompt to us hey it is for free mm. innocent but because of the teaching there's so much teaching that are going about mm-hmm. of con- condemnation mm. and guilt it's night light what a delight okay i just want to cover a few verses uh, simon on okay. uh, the list of the inheritance that god has mm mm-hmm. Uh, given us uh, John 14:23 In my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also Okay so that is something we inherited right a big mansion somewhere in heaven Mm-hmm. Now that was completely helped me to because I don't have a mansion or a house or a hut on this world. Mm-hmm. I live in rented places mm-hmm. or in people's houses. But knowing that God has reserved a mansion mm-hmm. for me. It's not because of the work that I'm doing, mm-hmm. but it's for every child of God. Wow. There's a mansion waiting for me when I get to heaven. 
mm-hmm. and of course all the other inheritances that he's going to give us in in heaven so of course you know this might sound like oh it's not a big deal but for me it's a big deal to know that Jesus died not only forgive my sins but also give me a mansion that I'm waiting to receive it when I get to heaven we'll have our own property our property <laughs> is going to be beautiful it's not like this uh, you know the property that we have on this earth yes which can also be stolen <laughs> you know as it happens in Uganda a lot I heard they steal your title and mm-hmm. give it to somebody else Okay so we also have something in Ephesians 5:17 that we received as our inheritance for if by one man's offense death reigned by one much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ Okay so Simon we inherited that righteousness as a gift from Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think I taught a class on righteousness by grace. Yes. Last time. Yes. But I'm just putting this so that if someone didn't listen to it, you can listen to it today because a lot of times we are taught that we have to produce that righteousness. You understand? Mm. Through our good works. Now again, our good works is important. The things that we do for God and for other people, all the loving things that God wants us to do. But as far as righteousness is concerned, it's a, you inherited it. through Jesus Christ. Mm. Jesus Christ made an exchange on the cross. He took a, all our sins and he gave us that gift of righteousness. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying you receive the gift and you walk in that righteousness. Mm-hmm. And for me my whole mindset is been renewed. Like before I was like okay now I need to start working so hard to be good. Yes. You understand? And the more I tried the more I failed. Mm-hmm. And the more I felt condemned. That's because it's it's a gift. Mm. It's not something that you know you work for, right? And you cannot, you know, supply any more righteousness to the righteousness of Christ. Mm. So it's something that we inherited mm-hmm. as a son or a daughter of Christ. Mm. It's for free. Okay, the, I mean the list is so big, but I'm just going to cover some of the main ones. Then we also in First Corinthians two sixteen, the Bible says it says, "For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him?" but we have the mind of Christ. Okay, we inherited the mind of Christ for free. Can you imagine the mind of Christ? Mm. But the thing is if you don't focus on the mind of Christ then of course you're going to focus on your carnal mind mm. and of course carnal mind is enmity with God. So in the New Testament the Lord made everything so simple and so easy for us to follow. No complications. You already have the mind of Christ. Now you use the mind of Christ. to enjoy the life that Christ has given you here right mm-hmm. and of course in philippians uh, 4:13 it says i can do all things mm-hmm. through christ right who strengthens me wow. the word when the bible says all simon it means everything and i've used that verse for so many things you understand mm. i learned cooking using that verse i just knew in my heart you know god is going to teach me Of course you know sometimes I learn recipes from others but most of the time the Lord just gives me new ways of cooking the same food or you know in situations when you need wisdom you know or you want to learn a new uh, talent or something new that verse is there for you all mm-hmm. things I can do all things to Christ which strengthens me I inherited it it's not something that I worked for right right and it says in 2 Peter 1 chapter 3 and 4 it says we have the divine nature mm. we actually have the nature of christ 
living within us. And of course, uh, you know, First Peter 2.24, it talks about by his stripes we are healed. Mm -hmm. That's an inheritance. We don't deserve it, right? Then it says in Colossians 3.12, I'm just going a little faster here. It says, you want to look that up, Colossians 3.12? Colossians 3.12, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Okay, so, you know, in the Old Testament, the Jews were called the elect. They were the chosen people. But because of our inheritance, now we are called the elect of God. Mm -hmm. You understand? And see, that's such a big deal. Because we are, we, we are not elected because of our lineage from Abraham. Mm -hmm. You understand? Or because we are born from so-and-so, so-and-so, and so We just, God just gave it to us mm -hmm. because we believed in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We have become the elect that only belonged to the Jews before, but now it's given to us. Mm. And I'm happy to be elected, Simon, because, you know, if I had to work for it, there's no way I could have gotten that, mm. right? <laughs> okay, in Galatians 3.13, it says, we are redeemed from the curse. Mm -hmm. You know, in Deuteronomy 28, God gives you all the list of things you have to do, and if you don't do it, all the curses that will come upon you. Mm. You understand? But here, with the New Testament, through our inheritance, you understand, mm -hmm. we are redeemed. There is no more curse. Right. You understand? Of course, when we do things that are wrong, God has a way of training us. And sometimes he lets things happen in our life so that we learn a lesson and we go on. Mm -hmm. But we, we are no more under that curse. Mm -hmm. Now, here in Africa, a lot of people, they, they fear the ancestral curses. Mm -hmm. And they run to this mountain or that mountain and they pay a seed so that your curse can be removed. Mm. But your curses are all gone. You understand? We are no more under any kind of curse. Mm -hmm. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Feeling tired? Get inspired with Nightlight. Well, let's break for another song. This is one of my favorites from the new album by Sam Halbert, Mick Fridley, and Ruth Gordon that I featured recently on Nightlight. Thought you might like to hear this one again. It's called Fly. When the world is passing by Good to the sky and fly. 
Lie, and that's Sam Halbert from a new album called Friends for Life. Well, Melvin, I think that what you've been sharing with us today on Nightlight about the inheritance that we have in Christ should certainly empower us to be able to fly instead of crawl as far as our spiritual lives are concerned. Anything else you'd like to say to sum up on this topic? I hope people out there who are listening will take the time to go through those verses we just read and make it their own and ask the Lord to give you a revelation in the knowledge of Him. Actually, Paul said, I count all of these things as dung compared to the knowledge that I would get of Christ. Mm -hmm. It's the knowledge of your inheritance that will produce that fruit, you understand, Mm -hmm. of being a child of God. Otherwise, we are going about, the Bible says, having a form of godliness without the power thereof. Mm -hmm. So our Christian lives would just be a form. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to a church, you pray, you fast, you tithe. You understand? Of course, those those are all important. But without having that knowledge of Christ, okay, what did he do for me on that cross? What was the exchange that Mm -hmm. he made? And what is all those promises that God has given me that I can use in this life Mm -hmm. to live a life in abundance. Mm-hmm. And those scriptures, I mean, will protect you from this, from Satan who comes to steal, to destroy, and to kill. Mm-hmm. Not your body. He's coming there to steal your joy. He's coming there to get you discouraged. He's coming there to compare with others. You understand? All of those brings a form of death. Mm. Like, uh, you know, Romans 5.17 says that through Adam, death reigned in our lives. Mm-hmm. And for that to change, you have to know what God has given us. And by studying it, and the more I teach this class, I mean, the more it is being concreted mm. in my life. And I can see the fruit coming out. Mm-hmm. And to sum it up, you don't have to work for your inheritance. It is free because no inheritance is given by paying for it. It's passed on from the father to the son mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So let's go home and enjoy that inheritance that God has given us through Jesus Christ. Well, that's just about it for this week, this international edition of Nightlight. And I look forward to being back with you next time for another inspiring program. Let's go out with Jerry Palladino, beautiful song called If You Ever Feel the Need. God bless you all. Bye-bye. I can cause a flaming star to send light to your galaxy. I can make the planet Earth be a home of humanity. I can change a man of clay into a living soul All parts of nature I control I can make the crimson sunset glow And light up your skies I can make the silver moonlight shine Tonight in your eyes I can cause a gentle breeze to blow And refresh your mind But I cannot make you
And it makes my heart grieve To know that you have heard of me But chose to not believe No, I cannot make you love me I can only beg and plead But I will always be here for you It makes my heart grieve To know that you have 